You are now listening to the Fantasy Whisper Podcast with your hosts, Johnny, Game Time Hicks, and Big Trabby. Why, hello and welcome. Today is May 22nd. Is that right? That's good. <laughs> this is episode number five of the Fantasy Whispers Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Johnny Game Time Hicks, and on the other side of the mic, we have my partner, Big Travi. How are we doing, Travis? Doing great, Johnny. Stoked for this episode. Stoked to get some people some knowledge about what it means to be a part of fantasy football and what impact that can have on your life. I'm, I'm excited, brother. We have a great, great episode for all of you who are either new to fantasy football, want to learn about fantasy football, so today we got a great episode like Travis alluded to. We are talking about fantasy ABCs, or as uh, Baby Mike likes to say. That's right. ABCs of fantasy football. But first, if this is your first time listening to our episode, thank you so much for tuning in. If you want more fantasy football content beyond what we're going to talk about on today's show, please visit our website at www.thefantasywhispers.com. You can also subscribe to our podcast on Google Play or iTunes, and you can also follow us on Twitter at TF Whispers, and you're checking us out on Facebook Live right now, so go ahead and hit that subscribe button. We do shows every Tuesday night. Live at 8 o'clock. All right, Travis, you ready to jump into this? Let's do it. News and notes from around the NFL. All right, so we just have a couple of news to go over, news and notes. I know it's the offseason, but OTAs have officially started for a lot of teams. One major announcement that just came out about an hour ago and that was that L.A. Chargers tight end Hunter Henry has suffered a season-ending ACL injury. This is really, really sad news. I mean, this is unfortunate. This is kind of what we come to expect from fantasy football. Uh, Travis, what do you what are you thinking about this and his potential impact, um, not only on Philip Rivers but just on the whole offense of the the L.A. Chargers? Yeah, it's a bummer for Hunter Henry. It's a bummer for the Chargers. He really he really started to find his groove with them, you know, towards the end of last year. And so it's unfortunate for Philip Rivers, who had a safety net there. It kind of makes me intrigued a little bit more with Melvin Gordon. Wonder if they'll start using him more in the passing game. And so be on the lookout to see how that works through training or OTAs, training camps and into the preseason, because Melvin Gordon could get an uptick in receiving targets. Yeah, I do. I do think that that's something that we could definitely see. It will be interesting. Antonio Gates is still available on the market. It will be interesting to see if they bring him back. He wants to play another year. He did get a ton of targets in the red zone. He actually led tight ends in the red zone for targets, which kind of I was really excited for Keenan Allen. And I kind of had him buffered in so many red zone looks when I was doing his projections. So you know, I don't really want to see Antonio Gates come in there, but obviously it's going to be nice for Philip Rivers. You know, if you if you're already an owner of Philip Rivers or you want to be, you know, you want to own him, then that's going to be nice because you have that relationship there. So there's no really drop off. Just a couple of other things. Not really big Raiders acquired quarterback Christian Hackenberg. I mean, I don't 
think we really even want to mention him because that's going to be bad news for Raiders. If next, yeah, right, yeah, that's that's all the big major news that we're going to go over today. So um, I wanted to. I I saw a question pop up here by Chris Hannon to start off the show, and he asked, "What's your favorite song to sing in the shower, Travis?" Probably Adele. Hello. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Big Travis got a sensitive side. In case hey, you that's good. You're listening out there. <laughs> All right. So let's start jumping into what we call the ABCs of fantasy. We're going to kick off with A, accessing a league. Travis, what do, what do we got here? All right, so this is just kind of the, the basis for all things fantasy. You come into the year, somebody at your work asked you to play in your work fantasy league. Your family said, hey, we're playing fantasy football. Why don't you come along and join the family league? You have a bunch of hometown buddies from, you know, back where you went to high school or college, and they're asking you to join a league. So it's all about accessing a league here. Um, we have all sorts of different types of leagues, all sorts of different types of p- platforms. So let's start with a different few types of leagues. We've got standard keeper dynasty. These are probably your three top leagues right now in the world of fantasy football. Standard is your standard league. You pick from your pool of players and you have that roster for that year only. It's usually a redraft style. The keeper league, you get an option to keep guys. If you give up draft picks later uh, the next year. And then of course, dynasty, that's where you're keeping guys for a long period of time over years and years, and you can trade those guys out, but they're usually on your roster for multiple years at a time. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you and I play in a standard league together. Um, we also do play in some keeper and dynasty leagues. Um, and so I definitely, it doesn't really matter which platform you are playing on. They're all, they all have a different added feature that makes them unique, that add them adds to that experience. And so you really can't go wrong. It definitely, if you're a new, you know, a newbie to fantasy football, you want to, you kind of want to stay away from the dynasty and the keeper leagues, more focus on, on a standard league. That's going to allow you to kind of make mistakes and not it and not have it so much affect you in the, in the future and, and moving forward as you tend to get a little bit more knowledge and continue to listen to us here on the fantasy whisperers podcast, then I would say, yeah, go ahead and start jumping into the keepers as well as dynasty leagues. We will be giving information on all of those, but it definitely has an added benefit to each individual league. And then when we're talking about these leagues, you're you're probably wondering, well, where do we play? Where do we access these leagues? And that's going to be, you know, major sports websites are going to have these leagues. So ESPN, Yahoo, NFL, CBS. And if you're playing on Dynasty, um, the most popular one is MyFantasyLeague.com. I like the majority of these i mean they're they're basic settings my least favorite actually is espn however they are the industry leader when it comes to fantasy sports so a lot of people do play on there they're not bad like i said they're just little things that i like more about yahoo or nfl so i would prefer to stay to one of those ones but yeah i mean it's really comes down to aesthetics right espn yahoo nfl they all have different looks different sizes of the pictures you can put on there um, different way it's laid out, different emojis and and uh, avatars that you can use. Um, so it's really just about preference and or the league that you got invited to. You know, likely if you're listening to this and you're new and you're trying to get involved, somebody has already invited you to a league. 
So they have the platform that they've set. Or if you're looking to be a commissioner and join a league, you know, do some research on the layouts and the different type of looks of these platforms. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you're looking for people to either join a league with or, you know, you're like, oh, where do I find these leagues? Check out your work. Oftentimes work leagues are one of the biggest, you know, parts of fantasy football. And it's actually shown it's been statistically proven that if you have a fantasy league in your work um, in your workspace, that you guys are actually going to be more productive. It's going to build camaraderie. You're going to be excited to come into work more often because you're going to be wanting to talk to your, your coworkers about either how badly you beat them if you're listening to our show or uh, how bad you lost by if you stop listening to our show. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a, that's a great place to look. It's, it's just, you know, your coworkers. And then you've got your family and your hometown league. That's where our Toltum comes from is that's our hometown league. And that has grown into, um, you know, what a great league that we go to every single year. I did want to step aside real quick because Zabo had a question here. Fantasy Whispers Fan League, Travis. We we were we've kind of touched on this a couple times. And yeah, it looks like it's gaining some momentum here. That's for sure. We'd love to get some fan leagues going. We'd love to maybe get a woman's league going uh, with the Fantasy Whispers. So stay tuned. More details to come on that. I did want to just write down the fact that Johnny Game Time Hicks and Big Travi said it here first. You will be more productive if you play fantasy football at work. So go ahead and tell your boss that tomorrow that you need to and just say football league there because and we'll sign a letter for you guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Or just send them on over to our podcast and then they'll realize <laughs> exactly. For if they come to the website, they'll get it right there. <laughs> All right. So next we're going to jump into bees and that's going to be building a team. So when we're talking about building a team, we're talking majorly draft strategy and how you go about doing that. There's so many different ways you can go to several different sites and it's going to, you know, shoot up. Oh, what's the best draft strategy? You know, this one's supposed to be the best this year, depending on what the player format. And the honest truth is the draft strategy comes down to what you feel most comfortable in doing. As you continue to listen to Travis and I, we will definitely go through what we think are the best strategies and what we like to use and what we tend to use in our actual drafts. But again, it all comes down to you. If you, you know, there are guys out there or, or women who they have a favorite team. And so they like to draft players from your team, which we will advise. Don't be that person. <laughs> but there are people out there that love to do that. And if, you know, be you. And uh, that's what makes fantasy so great. Yeah, I couldn't agree more there. You'll find all these different strategies as far as like the, you know, the running back heavy, the zero running back, the zero wide receiver. You know, you can anchor it by starting with a wide receiver, which was really hot a couple of years ago. And then as, you know, wide receivers stop producing the numbers they were, were a couple of years ago, then it goes back to this running back heavy. So it'll really just come with experience, I think, is what you'll find. But like Johnny said, I mean, have some fun with it. You, this is why you play. You play to have fun. If you got a favorite team and you got a chance to draft a guy high, you know, why not mess around with it? it especially if it's your first time playing. You want to have some fun with this. Yeah. So I'm going to kick it over. Lindsay, thank you, Lindsay, for joining the show. Uh, she's got a question for me. Johnny, what would you say was your biggest reach last year? And the reason <laughs> I clicked on this comment is 
because many people will tell you that my biggest reach was Gillsley. Mike, Mike Gillsley from last season. But I will defend that in saying that he, you know, that just goes to show you can never truly be fully prepared for any kind of draft. You can do the most research that you can. You can listen or read articles, which we will. Or in Johnny's have. case, you could do no research at all and drive, draft Mike Gillisley early like he did last year. But listen, we we could have Johnny talk about Mike Gillisley all podcast long. But I do want to say, as we get closer to draft time, which will be, you know, June, July, August, you guys can just stay tuned because the Fantasy Whispers will be putting out a draft kit and we'll break down a lot of these strategies that we're talking about here. So stay tuned, you know, stay subscribed on YouTube, stay subscribed on the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. And check out thefantasywhispers.com because we'll have a lot more about building a team throughout this summer. So when one last point when we're talking about building a team, and that's what I want to touch on is, is the type of drafts that you would have when you're doing your draft. So there's obviously live drafts, and that's when everyone in your league is there. And that's the one that Travis and I both endorse the most. That's the most excitement because you're obviously there with 12 of your closest friends or family. And so that's when a lot of trash talking takes place, a la them making fun of me for my Gillsley pick. And then you also have uh, online, which, you know, obviously it's an online platform, ESPN, Yahoo, all of them have those set on there. So you just log on to a chat room, essentially. And as people make their picks, you know, it'll be there'll be a timer on there. There'll be stats and information also on that website. So you kind of have a lot of, you know, factors right there with you. Some people like that. I mean, obviously you don't have to have everyone in the room. So it's a little bit more, you know, feasible for a lot of people because it's hard to get these groups together in one night and one time. Uh, So this makes it a little bit more flexible, but they do lack a little bit in you know, the excitement area, because you don't actually get that one-on-one interaction. You also have a destination draft and that's, you know, something where you, you just go to one, one place you set a, you set a location and then everyone in your league will go to that location and draft. That's a little bit difficult, but those are for the hardcore fans. Uh, They'll do something like that. Travis, do you have any other thing you want to add when you're talking about you're building a team? Yeah, I I do want to just allude to how much fun and and the relationships that can be built when you do things like the live drafts and when you do a destination live draft. Johnny and I can attest to this. We've been in a fantasy football league that's really hardcore for seven years. For the last three years, we've gone to places like Big Bear, California. We're going to be going to San Diego. We went to Rosarito, Mexico. I mean, when you really do this thing right, you can build relationships that last forever you can go and make vacations out of these drafts and you can have, you know, history built within these leagues that can really last a lifetime. And so, I, you know, obviously it could come off a little cheesy talking about all these relationships for a lifetime you could build through fantasy football. But it's true. I mean, you look at any league that's been going for, you know, five plus years and you're going to have some really awesome stories that you can carry on with those leagues. So have fun with building a team. And realize that, you know, the more you're actually with somebody, the the more fun it can be. And John Credit, I'm just going to throw this up there. Value-based drafting. Absolutely. This is one of my favorite types of drafting is value-based. Um, but on this show, we're, we're not going to specifically dive into the different types of drafting strategies. That will come a little bit later and as well as we will have articles on that. So check back with us on that. We don't want to bog you down too much if you're you know, a newbie looking into fantasy football. 
So we're going to move ahead with the C, and that's going to be crafting a lineup. Yeah, Johnny. So crafting a lineup is pretty much everything past the draft. So every week you're going to be coming here, and right before Thursday night games, you're going to be saying, what's my lineup look like? You're going to accrue guys via the waiver wire, via trades. You're going to look at tinkering. You're going to take a look at injuries. And you're going to be watching the Fantasy Whisperers live Sunday show that lets you know about lineup decisions that are racking your brain. But as crazy and advanced as this could sound sometimes, it's not all that hard to get into the flow of things. There will be a schedule during the year that you kind of get used to, you know, the game ends on Monday night and then Tuesday night or your is your, you know, usually your waiver period. So you're getting into a flow of like pick up guys off the waiver, try to make trades, get ready for Thursday night. And then Sunday is your big bulk games. A lot of people have the complaint, Johnny, of time. Do I have enough time for fantasy football? But I like to argue that this is so much more of a better format than basketball or baseball can give you because they're trying to have you check every day. You necessarily don't need to be on this every day. You just need to kind of know who's injured, which you can always check injury reports, and we'll have them live on the fantasywhispers.com, of course. Mm -hmm. And you just, you know, check in with us, and we'll give you all the information you need throughout the year based on a podcast. You know, if you're commuting to work, which a lot of people here in Southern California and in Phoenix, in the greater Phoenix area do, you can throw on the podcast, and we're going to keep you up to date with all injuries and lineup moves that happen throughout the week. Absolutely, absolutely. I think... Of all the fantasy games that you touched on, fantasy football is the easiest one to get into, uh, especially because you're talking about a lot less essentially moving parts. And what with basketball, you have five people and it's a lot of analytics based, even though what we do here is very analytics based. We just give you that information, whereas in basketball, I mean, you have a lot more that's going on. You have a lot more day to day information that's being tossed around. And so when when you're talking about fantasy football, like you said, you get into a groove, you listen to us, we give you you know that advice that you'll need for those key moments in the week. And other than you know checking in a few times a week, you don't have to put a lot more you know a lot more uh, of your time into it if you don't want to. And and then the sky's the limit. Like us, I mean, we spend hours upon hours researching and and going over things. But that's so you guys don't have to. That's so you guys could just tune in, give uh, we could give you our advice, and then you can go take it and do whatever you want with it. All right, we're going to move on to the D, and that's destroying the competition, the best part. <laughs> and I don't think, you know, you, in order to do this one, you have to know what your league rules are. Okay, that's the first and foremost. If you don't know what your league's rules are, make sure that when the first thing that you do when you get in, to your league is you ask, you know, how many, how many passing point or how many points are passing touchdowns? Do you get, you know, bonus points for if your running back runs over a hundred yards or if your wide receiver receives over a hundred yards? Cause some leagues are like that. We tend to not play in leagues like that just because it gets a little bit more flukier. Uh, a lot more luck is included in those, but those are fun. Comp I, I, I do know a couple of people that play in those and they do like those. That's definitely something that you should look into. Uh, waiver wire regulations, scoring, other scoring formats, uh, number of waiver wire ads. That's a big one to look into as well. If you're only allowed, you know, three to five waiver wire transactions per week. 
that's definitely something you're going to want to monitor as you're, you know, picking up or looking at players, really having that, you know, what you want to pick up and having that ranking in your mind before you go into it is very, very important. Yeah. And I think, you know, you said knowing your league rules is first and foremost. I'm going to skip ahead of you, though. And the number one thing you should be doing is listening and watching the fantasy whispers. I think we're going to give you a lot of your information that you need. And, you know, it's important to have um, content coming in on the regular if you are playing this game, just so you can be ahead of everybody else that's reading stuff. And, you know, if you get that draft kit, you build your team. You listen to us on the regular. We're going to have waiver wire pieces. We're going to have those lineup shows. We're going to have our personalized rankings. Um, These are all tools that you can use to get, you know, the leg up on that guy that sits next to you in the office that's trying to talk smack on you. And he may have given you that extra assignment because he's your boss, but you gave him a couple extra TDs and won the week. So you can do that if you are listening to us. Um, I will attest that fantasy football has made me a greater fan of the sport um, of football. I watch the NFL in such a way now that I, you know, I am interested in almost every single game that happens every week. And Wait, so even, if you, even if the Cleveland Browns play the Miami Dolphins, especially, Thursday, I, especially No, you know, it does get, you know, if let's say you're in that rare situation where your fantasy football team kind of sucks. And so does your regular football team like Johnny last year. Um, <laughs> So, so then you so then you get in a position where you know it's it's almost a little depressing to watch the NFL. Well, you know, Johnny can attest to this. He's watching other teams, he's watching the way they use players, he's watching the way the coach likes to run the ball in different situations. All these things can be tools to not only make you better that year or that next week, but in fantasy football in general. Absolutely, absolutely. You become a fan of multiple teams. You end up liking players from multiple teams. I mean, you're you are a LA Rams fan along with a Green Bay Packers fan. I can't, you know, the Rams are in our division. I can't stand the Rams. However, I am a fan of Todd Gurley. I am intrigued by Brandon Cooks being there. So, like I said, it it creates this this type of emotion to games where you would normally just tune out or you wouldn't really pay attention to them. It actually makes you want to watch those games because you're either 99% of the time either playing a guy who has somebody in that game or you aren't, you know, or you have a guy in that game. And so either way, you want to pay attention to that game, which normally if you weren't playing fantasy football, that's not something you would be intrigued by. So it definitely brings out the inner fan of you, especially when you go to to uh, bars or whatever on on a Sunday or on a Monday. And you're just you're always cheering and people are just going to be like, oh, must be a fantasy player. Yeah. And, you know, and sometimes when it's a little barbaric and you're just the guy that likes your team and hates all other teams and you're yelling at other people because your team is losing, like nobody wants to be that guy, you know, the sad drunk guy in the bar. At least with fantasy football, you can have a chance to be looking at other things, trying to get that leg up on the competition by watching other games and being interested in other games going on. Absolutely. All right. The next, this next one might be, I think this is going to be the second biggest one. Correct me if I'm wrong, Travis. I think this is the second biggest piece that you need to take away from this. And that's just executing proper etiquette. There are millions and millions of leagues out there. 
but you do not want to be in that league where, you know, the trash talk is great. You want that trash talking, but you don't want the trash talking going to an, you know, excessively or where you're, you're completely calling people out on things that aren't even related to fantasy football or, you know, our personal attacks. You don't want anything like that. That, that has, that stays away from the game. You don't want anything like that as well as, you know, have fun with it though. You can get creative. I mean, Travis and I, we, as you, as many people know, we love to trash talk and it's a yeah, great, I think it's, I think it's more about not harassing the other guy, not bringing him down personally, talk smack about his team all you want, but don't, you know, personally attack this other guy or girl that's playing against you. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I think is important with etiquette is not tanking your lineup, always setting your lineup every week. Mm-hmm. If you're out of it, you start just not paying attention. You do a disservice to the league and the competition in that league. And so it's really important to be making sure you set your lineup. Even if you're out of the playoffs, you don't want to get last. Nobody wants to do that. Leave the mamas out of it, as Brett Zabo likes to say. Yeah, exactly. Leave the mothers out of this. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But also, you know, um, no lopsided trading or dumping your team to other people. Um, We've seen this before in the many leagues that we've played in. We've been a victim to it. We've uh, contributed it in our very early years in fantasy. So we're just trying to let you guys learn from some of the mistakes of previous leagues. When you do this, you disrespect and tarnish the competition of that league, and you really jeopardize the integrity of that league, and that's never a good thing. Absolutely. And something else I'll touch on is just waiver wire. I mean, we'll get into more of this as we you know, keep producing podcasts. But waiver wire... And not only waiver wire, but trading aspect. Don't ever. I I'm so glad. One of the best things that we've ever done in all of our leagues is just take down the fact that you can veto trades. Vetoing trades is not meant to be put in place so that way people can veto trades if it doesn't benefit them. Right. A trade is a trade. It's a it's a, a it's it's a contract between two individuals that both think that they are bettering their team now obviously there are certain situations where it seems really really fishy that you know i'm trading you you know a first rounder for your 15th rounder or you know i'm trading ezekiel elliott for a kicker all right you know there's something fishy going on there then that's when you use your veto okay but if you have a veto and it's it's a fair trade Two teams, uh, you know, agree to it. Don't go in there and veto it just because you don't like the terms of the deal. That's not what it's meant for. That's not why we play this game. It's it's for fun. And so when you do things like that, I have literally had a whole league be destroyed because someone chose to use the veto because they didn't like who was being traded and they didn't want their team wasn't benefiting. So. They didn't want to do it, so they would veto every trade. Yeah, it's just like, you know, at the end of the day, be a good person. Don't be malicious. You don't need to, you know, there are going to be people that are listening to this that are new timers into fantasy or a couple years into leagues, and there is going to be genuine reasons to veto trades. Like Johnny alluded to, you're going to have trades that are clearly lopsided. You're going to have guys that are buddies at the office that may be trying to, you know, push somebody into a playoff spot or a top tier spot. So, you know, talk to other people if you're thinking about veto. Really weigh the options. You know, talk to that person if you're considering vetoing that trade and say, hey, man, this trade looks funky. What's going on here? Communication is the biggest thing in fantasy football. 
one, it'll bring you closer to that person. And two, you'll know more about the situation. So, you know, don't be afraid to get on the lines. And kind of speaking about fun, Johnny, that's our final letter, F. So F is fun is the reason we all play this game. I can't tell you how much fun and joy that this game brings me. If as long as you're not a poor sport, this, you know, this game can really bring some of those memories I was talking about and some of the joy that, you know, really just makes this game so special. Absolutely. I have, you know, obviously the relationship that you and I have have grown from this game, as well as the way that I've, you know, oh, perfect example. John Morse, bro code. That's definitely how we how we roll. Yeah. Bro code. But you know, it the relationships that you build are unlike any other relationship. I mean, you'll see it. It's really, really funny. The ESPN commercials, you know, you'll see where you'll have two football players and they're like, Hey, will you trade me this player? And like they're going at negotiations and then like it just drops out and they're just dead silent. And it's like, Oh, how was how was your cat? It's I mean, it's like that's what drives a lot of these relationships that you have with people are the fact that you have this common interest of fantasy football and all the great times, you know, like the, the heartbreaks, the, the joys it's, it just brings a camaraderie unlike any other thing that I've ever done in my life with, with a team, even, even, even so like playing sports in school yeah. or playing sports uh, in college. I, even though like, yeah, that's, that's exciting. And I, and I brought that camaraderie or whatever. I don't still currently talk to those people. I still talk to the people that are in my fantasy league all the time. So I think it's just so important to really drive that home. Like if you're ever considering whether or not you should play in a fantasy league, even if you don't necessarily know what you're doing, just join one. You're going to, you're going to create relationships where you never had those relationships before. And you would have never had those relationships if you hadn't tried something so silly as fantasy football. And then you never know what it can grow from. Yeah. And I just think about some of the situations in work leagues that I've had with people I would never talk to beforehand, but because I'm playing them in fantasy that week, talked to them, had a good conversation, maybe a tiny bit of smack talk. But at the end of the day, I needed something, a project pushed through on their desk the next week. And because we had this league and we had built a relationship, boom, projects pushed through. So yep. it's just like, I think that it, it has a lot of good things that add to interaction with other people. And it can be very good if you do it right. And, and doing it right is having fun with it first and then letting all the other things come from that. Absolutely. You know, another way to make it fun is creating unique things for last place, for first place. You can do prop bets. Me and Johnny have done plenty of prop bets um, on our other leagues. And you can you know do these destination drafts. You can make vacations out of draft season and, you know, bet a hat on your personal game with that person. You know, it, it doesn't really matter. You can really the sky is the limit with the fun you can have with this. And so if we if you take one thing from this entire podcast, this entire show this week, it's just about how much fun this can bring to your life, how much joy you can have. And uh, we hope you guys play and we hope you guys continue to listen to the Fantasy Whispers. Absolutely. And if you guys know anybody who would love to, you know, wondering about fantasy football or what it's like, point them in this direction, send them to our show. We would love to hear that feedback from them to get them involved. You're going to want to tune in and you're going to want to help with pushing those people over because there's going to be quite the incentive. And I, I know I'm dropping a huge hit here and it will come shortly, but there is going to be a huge incentive for those people who keep helping us out and keep pushing more and more people over to our content. We will be live 
again next Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. So same time as tonight. We are still up in the air about exactly what our topic is going to be for next next week. So if you are right now on and you want to leave a comment as to what you would like us to talk about, please do so. We would love to hear from you guys as well as, you know, hit those reaction buttons. Those really, really help a lot. Yeah. And like if you, you jumped in and you're halfway through our video or you only got a piece of it, go to YouTube tomorrow. We'll have it up. Um, you can subscribe there. Also, again, like Johnny said, if you know anybody that's interested or if you start a work league and you're ask, and these guys are asking about how to play or you got anybody new in that, send them to the YouTube link. Um, it'll be up tomorrow and just send them that way. They can take take a look there. They can watch this whole spiel all the ABCs of fantasy football. This really encompassed what you kind of need to know. And then, you know, of course it's not all the details, but we have more of those details to come at the fantasy So thanks again so much. Yep. So Renee, if uh, you ask, what do you do if you're brand new, keep listening to us, keep tuned in to the fantasy whispers podcast, and we will teach you exactly what you need to know in order to dominate your league as well as check out our website, thefantasywhispers.com. We've got content going up every single day. Uh, we got rankings over there. And also submit personal questions just like on here. I want to say thank you on Travis and I's both behalf. Thank you for all of your support. Keep tuning in. Keep spreading the word. And until next time, I'm Johnny Game Time Hicks. That's Big Travi, and we're out. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Whispers podcast. You can hear more from John and Travis on Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at TF Whispers.